Welcome to my past, present, and future life. We are once again back in the studio with the show that gives us a weekly topic to discuss. And if you couldn't tell, we are discussing comedy today. And as usual, we're going to begin the show the same way that we always have over the past uh, couple weeks, with the exception of last week. We're going to be doing the quote roundup. It's Mike's favorite part of the show. False. <laughs> so funny. That would be the discussion questions. It's Mike's but favorite anyways, part of the show. We'll see how these ones are this week. Yes. Now, you've always kind of questioned my ability to do this whole thing, so what? why don't you lead us off? I didn't question your ability. I just don't like the, didn't like the quotes. You know what? Just lead us off. All right. Um, let me see what I like <laughs> here. Um... The duty of comedy is to correct men by amusing them. And why do you like that? I don't know. <laughs> That's why I don't like the quotes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, the... Bu- the bu- oh, all right, all right, all right. The duty of men... Molly here. Is that his name? Molly? That's that's Molly not Molly. Ear. I don't know how to Molly Air. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> exactly. The du- the duty of comedy is to correct men by amusing them. It's true. So do you believe that there's a there's a sense that comedy makes people better? Now do you believe that? Makes people better? Yeah, because it corrects them, makes them better by amusing them. Do you believe that? I think it kind of ties into what satire is. Uh, I don't know. I mean, if you're saying like is laughing good for the soul or whatever type yeah, thing? Sure. Yeah, sure. So We're going to get yeah, there definitely. eventually. We're going to have a huge discussion yeah, about that. But I don't know. I just don't understand it. You don't understand it. Correct them? I mean, unless you're talking about people who are, like, overly uptight about certain things and, like, comics presenting them on a comical level, I can see it, like, correcting them. Bob, you really... Uh, are you, are you, have you been jogging lately? What? What? Have you been jogging lately? Well, I had to run in there to get the thing off your mind. For those of you who are, are wondering, we don't have Bobby constantly running on a treadmill <laughs> as we do the show. Although we should. <laughs> yes, it, that's that could be that season two, people. We'll improve. We'll improve. No, you do have me push you everywhere, and then I'm tired afterwards. <sighs> I'll tell you what, Bob. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something about comedy right now. Okay. Comedy may be big business, but it isn't pretty. Steve Martin said that. What do you think? But usually some of the people... Do you think comedy is a tough business? Yes. Now why? Because there's so many comedians. And yeah. there's only a few very special ones. Okay, Bob. Now that being said, is there anybody that you particularly find special as a comedian? Mm. I mean, we're going to get into this later. I always question, like Jim Carrey. I always thought he was funny. You always thought Jim Carrey was funny? Lean in a little bit more, bud. Okay. Thank you. All right. Yeah, you gotta just you got to get used to the mic thing there. Okay, I'll tell you what, I really like, I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan. Do you guys know who Mel Brooks is? Yep. Yes. And now what, now what do you know Mel Brooks from, Michael? Um, I forget, but I know the name. It's a movie that rhymes with Amazing Saddles. Oh, Blazing Saddles. Yes, thank you, okay. Bob. Blazing Saddles. Oh, that's another good one he does. Young, uh, Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. High Anxiety, Silent Movie, The Producers. I've seen them all, people. Dracula Dead and Loving It. Uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Yeah, that's true. Great he did one. write that. Um, but anyway, a quote from Mel Brooks. Tragedy is when I cut my finger. Comedy is when you fall into an open sewer and die. <laughs> 
so do you believe that there that there's obviously to Mel Brooks there's a linking between comedy and pain, which seems kind of yeah. common, and we're gonna talk about it a little bit more. But what do you I think, think? It is. I'm one of those people that when I see somebody, no matter who it is, like I don't doesn't matter what situation I'm in, who I'm talking to, who it is, when I see somebody hurt themselves, I laugh. Yeah, it's exactly it. It's I like do. all it's all fun and games till someone pokes an eye, and then it's and hilarious. Then it's hilarious. Yep. I mean, it's the most cliche thing, but I I I can't help but agree. And I think that's exactly what Mel like, Brooks was kind of going I can tell myself not to laugh, and I just still laugh. I yeah. Just still oh, laugh. my God. You ever have those moments where you just keep going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, the person's uh, looking at you like you're the devil, and it's just like, I can't stop. Um, yeah, I'm it's sorry. just like, I'm so sorry. I, I don't mean you're to ruin you. You're in so your... much pain, but I'm s- <laughs> so yeah. funny. Like, well, I saw I saw a guy uh, fall down, like, an entire flight of stairs <laughs> no. at, the, at, the, at the TD Bank North Garden. Yeah. He, that guy, I, I laughed for days. <laughs> um, I mean, I just finished up a couple of days ago, and I, I that happened to me when I was seven. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> so really, it's been a it's been a lifelong thing. I feel bad for the guy, and he probably has like a broken hip or whatever. But probably, I have a fuller heart because of that. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I think that's what Mel Brooks was really going for with that. Well, Mel Brooks does like to make fun of a lot of things too. And what what is your favorite Mel Brooks moment? Well, I like Do you it, have one. Well, I like it like in the movies, like. He does that young Frankenstein and Dracula did in loving it. How he makes it ridiculously goofy. He makes fun of it. And that's what makes some of his movies funny. Because they're supposed to be scary and terrifying. But they're just so goofy. You can't help but yeah, chuckle Yeah, it's a definite, it. definite goofy sense of humor. You actually like the goofier sense of humor by with Jim Carrey. Yes. I'm getting this weird crackle sensation. I think Mike's got Rice Krispies out over there. <laughs> rice Krispies? Rice, oh, he's pouring food? a bowl. The yeah. milk is going in now. It's like, I want some Rice Krispies. What are you drinks. talking about? I hear a ra- weird crackling noise. So it's it, probably... Yeah, it's probably... The electronic boy over here. Yeah, I know. Electronic Boop. boy. Yeah. Hearing aids. <laughs> We have reached that point already, my friends. The discussion questions. You all have a copy in front of you, the back desk over there. You got a copy. Bob's excited. He's uh, exploding. He's excited. He's jumping up and down. Unbelievable. uh, Okay, so we got the first question here. Um, Jerry Lewis says that a woman doing comedy doesn't offend me, but it sets me back a bit. I, as a viewer, have trouble with it. I think of her as a producing machi- machine that brings babies into the world. <laughs> Jerry, wow. Yes. That, to, be, wow. to be clear, to be clear, that wasn't me. <laughs> was not that was not of me. any of us. <laughs> that was, yeah, that, that does not express our opinion. But in all seriousness, though, d- does gender, for you guys, have an, Im- uh, an impact on how you process comedy? Like, don't, don't take this as a gender-picking-on thing, but do you find women comedians as funny as men? It's a controversial topic, but... Honestly, no. I mean, maybe it's because I'm not exposed to many of them. There aren't as many. There's not as many. And the ones I've heard, I'm just... I just can't... I mean, not that that they're not funny. They are funny in... in, They are are funny in their act. Do you have any that you do like that you can think of offhand? Not that I know by name. Okay. No, it's fine. Not really, no. Bob, you actually do like women comedians. I do? Yeah, you do. Would you like to talk about that one from Star Wars? 
Oh, yeah, Scary Fisher, she's very funny. Lisa Lampanelli, we just got a shout-out to Lisa Lampanelli, which I completely agree with. She's the, uh, she's like a, a Ricky Gervais type of comedian, like, very offensive. I think you should check her out. Le- Lisa yeah. Lampanelli. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of her. Lisa Lampanelli, I definitely would. Somebody that is absolutely not afraid of uh, pushing the envelope. But anyway, go ahead, Bob. About Well, I mean, you all know her from uh, Star Wars. I mean, I saw her... Um, Parts of her special from Wishful Drinking and Butter Book, Wishful Drinking. She basically writes about her life, about, you know, her mom, and makes fun of her mom and Debbie Reynolds and the whole, you know, Eddie Fisher scandal and talking about being on the set of Star Wars. And she's just very funny. Some of the things she says are very outrageous, but it's still funny. Yeah, so, I mean, there are a few. If I had to give shout-outs to female comedians that I do like, in general, like Dan said... Lisa Lampanelli would be definitely one. She's probably the most popular female comedian out there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have a lot of respect for Sarah Silverman, too. Um, she is one of the few um, Comedy Central comedians that has a, had a successful show. Uh, they try to do a lot of spinoff shows with comedians on Comedy Central, but the Sarah Silverman show has actually been quite successful. And I don't know if it's still going now, but I, I thought it was an enjoyable show. Do you know who I'm talking about? Sarah Silverman. No, I don't. I mean, I've heard of her. A but very I don't sort know of dry delivery style. I, I mean, I, I, in general, though, Mike, I hate to say I agree with you, other than those two examples. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure there are some <coughs> great co- g- female comedians oh, no. out there. I mean, but, there are. It's, but I just don't know them. I, I just don't. The know delivery. Them. I, t- not... I tend to think the delivery style is slightly different. Yeah. But the thing with Lisa Lampanelli is she's so loud and out there that it's. It's it's just something entirely of her own. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Um, second question here. Comedy is exaggerated realism. It can be stretched to uh, the almost ludicrous, but it must always be believable. Is there a danger in stretching the realism of your comedy? Does this mean a comedian has a sort of li- license to talk about whatever they want? And is there a danger of being too honest even? Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, can a comedian just flat out lie? Are you okay with that? No, I think, I mean, I don't know about lying. I mean, sometimes they may exaggerate on stories or something. But I don't think they ever lie, like, just flat out say something that's not true. I mean, I think think in a lot of, like, like especially comedians who do stories as their comedy baseline, exaggerate on a bunch, on a lot of their (sighs) stories. But... Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. The thing, uh, the one I think about when I think of honesty with comedy is Mike Birbiglia really is. And you're going to hear um, a story from him later, but he really whizzes hard on his sleeves, tells you everything. I really respect people who are completely honest in what they do. Um, if a comedian's going to be telling a story that's exaggerated, I love it when they tell you that it's exaggerated and acknowledge that fact. I don't yeah. want a comedian that's going to lie to me completely. And, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm well. I, when I'm saying this, I'm thinking of one specific comedian, Dane Cook. Oh my God! Oh my God! Stretches of, the truth. I'm thinking a Stretches lot of his truth. stories are not true. At least not entirely. No, but he's no. hilarious, and he's one of my favorite comedians. So, I so can't you're say willing that. to sort of? Um, they call it suspension of disbelief. Yeah, I mean, I like. I mean. I don't. When I'm listening to him, it doesn't really bother me whether it's true or not. It's just funny. It's just. It makes me laugh, so I enjoy it. I, 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 mean, I know. I, I agree with that on, like, first viewing. 
of comedy stuff. But if I go back and really dissect, like I'm, a, I am a comedy junkie. You know that. Yeah. But if I really go back and like dissect it, I want the truth to be there, and I want the truth to be acknowledged. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like to to kind of supplement that, do you think there's a danger in being too honest, like being Mike Birbiglia, where you just wear your heart on your sleeve and tell your fans any anything? Yeah, because you I think mean, there's a, a danger in that. Absolutely, because then you get, I mean, you can get like crazed fans who assume things about you, and and then you, or you could also get like publishers telling stories about you and hearing one thing and stretching the truth, like or them not taking what you said as you meant it yeah exactly. i don't know you know what i mean like no i know exactly what yeah. you mean no exactly what you there's mean. definitely a danger to being too honest with fans I mean, um, not that i don't want people to be honest see but. that was the that was the problem when i was writing a lot of stand-up myself is that my rob who's not here today said that my comedy was too uh too bleedingly honest and it's really weird because right after that time is when uh, Mike Birbiglia started coming out and doing his uh, storytelling. Yeah. So it's really weird that somebody sort of capitalized on the niche that had wanted to get in yeah. uh, that quickly. I mean, it's that's the thing about comedy is... Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think there's a danger in going both ways, though. You're right. Um, what kind of comedy, personally, Mike, do you respect? The ones that kind of find that balance, you think? Yeah, the ones that are have some sort of truth to it, but it can also be exaggerated, like... I mean, I think that's, those are the funniest ones when they tell a story that makes sense and is, has some truth to it, but is also, to some degree, exaggerated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it doesn't have to be exaggerated. If it's a, if it's not exaggerated what, at all, are it's you still hilarious. That? Is that just yeah, me? I don't know who that is. I th- I'm pretty sure it's electronic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it his ears. Electronic boy. It's either me or him. Um, uh, oh. I, I, I don't know. No, it's we, not him because the I show just, must. It's yeah, got to be me. It is, but it's not him. The show. It's probably me because I have his FM on. But the show must go on, people. Um, okay. Any comic is a tragic soul. Comedy is one of the things that allows one to survive. Uh, is there a relationship between? Is there a relationship between comedy and pain? Do you think the, that the pain that me and you like have gone through, through our disabilities and struggles, all of us in this room, uh, do you think that that? contributes to the statuses that we post oh, every, every definitely <laughs> <laughs> I've put so many pain statuses up in my day oh gosh oh, man. I have a couple of them that we're going to be hearing from later so I'm yeah I mean yeah I, actually yeah I do have one too that involves pain and is also kind of fu- is funny um, so. so Bob what do you think yeah definitely cause well, that, I I uh, mean if, I mean I can relate to this because if you don't hear everything and you think of us you think only of a certain. You only hear parts of things. Yeah, Bobby's some. hearing issues definitely uh, and do then cause. And you'd be like, it. "Oh, that's not what you said. You said this." And I guess where did you come up with that answer? I thought you said this. Quick story about that is uh, I was. T- what was it? You were talking about uh, Anne Frank hosting the Oscars because. <laughs> oh, that, that was that <laughs> was terrifying. That. that th- that was not even true at all. I, d- I don't know what ads he was watching, but he told us that Anne Frank was going to host the Oscars. <laughs> Apparently it was James Franco, to correct I meant James Franco, because you're talking about Franco, the ECC mouse, who you happen to name. And yeah. then I said, oh, yeah, James Franco's hosting the Oscars. I'm always telling this Anne guy to Frank, turn his hearing aids I, up, and this, this is what happens when you don't. I had a Freudian slip right there. Yeah, it's absolutely true. I'm looking for... Do we have any more questions at my... Is that it? Uh-huh. I feel like there were way more. Oh, wait, wait. I think I got... Oh, 
We got a text. A viewer or a listener is is. I heard the also the podcast isn't working or the website, so that might be. Neither of them are working. Well, this is going to be. A, no. a, are you sure about that? Because tried both and they're not working. Dan's Dan's uh, Dan's listening. On what? Can you ask him what he's using? Uh, Dan, can you text me what you are listening on? <laughs> because uh, I, I know that's a call to action. Of them. And my mom, my mom said they're not working either. All right. Well, I do know that it's recording. So. And. We... Oh well, never mind. I... What? I was going to say the on-air thing keeps going kind of crazy, too. The light yeah. keeps going off. And okay. And, like, tickering, so I don't tickering. Think, I think something's going on. All right. Good but. to know. Good to know. We got it. The show must go on. Yes, uh, it must. Comedy always works best when it's mean-spirited. Do you agree or disagree? Mean-spirited? Yes. 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 Mean-spirited. Okay, yes. name some... The funniest ones. Name some people who have succeeded in this. Um. Oh, my God. Rhymes with. Oh my God, he's hilarious. Um, Louis C.K. What? Louis C.K. I don't know who that is. Oh gosh, um, just go. Mean spirited comedian. Guy Rush Hour. Chris Chris, Chris Tucker. Chris do mean, Tucker. Do you mean Chris Rock? I would say Chris Rock is also a somewhat mean spirited comedian too. Maybe both of them, but the, uh, definitely the one from Rush Hour, Chris. Tucker, I've seen his stand up and it's just hilarious because he makes fun of everybody. He makes fun of everybody, no matter who you are. That's great. That, just, that's to me is the best. That to me is the best comedy ever. Um, I don't know why. And I'm sorry if I just went to somebody. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but I, uh, I, 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 we also talk about Ricky all the time. Ricky all the time. Offensive yeah. comedy that is definitely successful. He leaves nobody unturned. We're going to be listening to his skit on uh, overweight people. <laughs> so I will preface that. The, none of the jokes that we play uh, in this block of things do intend to offend people. That's not our, our goal. But I, I do agree that some uh, comedy that is mean-spirited is great. Now, to flip that around, Mike, do you know of um, comedians or people, anyone, actors even, that... that Succeed in a type of comedy without being mean spirited. The good hearted comedian, if you will. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I don't know if I know any comedian. I who do just know don't. one, but I just don't want to answer every question. They Bob. don't know. They don't oh, make fun of anybody ever? Comedian. Yeah, right. Don't make fun of anyone. Hang I don't on. think so. No? Okay. You. Uh, oh, my God, it's him. Who? It's definitely him. But go ahead. Um, I'm not sure. We're doing great. We're, we're banging on all cylinders. Brian Regan never swears, never curses, or anything. See the guy that's always has a cigar? Uh, no. 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 Who am I thinking of? I don't, I don't know who you're thinking the of. The older guy? Winston always... Churchill. Winston Churchill. No. He's always, <laughs> he's always, he always have a beverage up on stage, and he's always smoking a cigar up on stage. Is that George Carlin that you think? I don't think he smokes. Oh, he's an older fellow. After that commercial break, <laughs> I apologize. That's what happens when you have uh, extra tech. Oh my god, again, this is happening. Why does this happen again? I don't know. Oh. It's not even close to it. Bobby, no, it's not that. It's the headphone wires again. This is this is comedy. This, <laughs> this is, is. If you could see this, we need a DVD special of this episode. Bobby, it's not that. Bobby, it's not that. What do you do, Bobby? Where are you going? Bobby, come here. Bobby, help him. Where is he? Uh, I wish you could see the. Thank you. I wish you could have seen that. I apologize. We're back to the question. Uh, you know what? Yeah, let's just do a couple more of these. We'll be good. 
Uh, favorite comedian and why, Mike? I, I, uh, um, I'm gonna have to go with Dane Cook. Dane Cook, okay. Just because I love his stories. They're so funny. They're the funniest stories I've ever heard. Um, and I like the way he presents it as a story. Like, favorite comedian, Bobby. Favorite comedian, I yeah. like. Uh, what's his name? Gabriel, the one who came to the school. You know which one I'm Gabriel talking about. Gabriel Iglesias. Iglesias. Yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, why? Why do you like him? Well, you introduced me to him, and then I thought he was pretty funny. And then when he came to the school, he was funny because he just exaggerates, and I love how he does that. Um, you know, I get scared and then I run away, and he does all the sound effects. It's just very funny. Some of the sound effects he puts into it. He does it. He does um some really good voices too. Yes, I definitely agree with you. I uh, Gabriel's on my list of people. Mike, um, who? Let's see. Let's see if you can name my top three favorite comedians. Mike Birbiglia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ricky Gervais. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know the third one. Um, I you, don't know even know if I know the third one. But you can get, um, I've mentioned a couple times. I would say uh, distant on the third list would be uh, Kevin James. Kevin James? Kevin James as a comedian is unbelievable. Really? I've never seen his stand-up that much. It's it's what got me into stand-up, which I'll, I'll talk oh, about wow. a, a bit more. Uh, I'll talk about it a bit more when we uh, get going. He's hilarious in all of his movies and his No, TV. but the stand-up what? is something entirely of its own. Maybe we'll watch it after the show. Yeah. My past, present, and future life, we are discussing comedy. We're regrouping after a very Three Stooges-esque <laughs> yeah. moment here where my, my uh, the mic wire was ta- tangled with my headphones. Bobby's hearing aid thing was going off, causing it to sound like there was Rice Krispies on the end of our microphone. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. It's still a scientific issue here, but we accommodate on the show. Um, we are at the section of the show where we sort of talk about how comedy has affected our life. Maybe the more sentimental part of the show um is laughter the best medicine and do you think that it's helped you or anybody else can you give us like a story about how jokes have helped you through a hard time or you've helped somebody else through a hard time through your jokes i mean i don't know about my jokes helping somebody but like i know like i've i mean i've had how many surgeries i've had i've had seven it'll be eight by this by the summer about I've had eight surgeries and I know after all I was when I was recovering and stuff comedy shows is what I loved to watch while I was sitting in bed um recuperating from those surgeries is just comedy is what kept me going now do you much. can you can you tell me like what is it you were focused on watching uh I don't remember what I used to watch back then but it was just anything that was funny and anything like, that was willing to make you laugh yeah anything that made me laugh was just what I would go to because laughing made me feel better yeah exactly I feel the exact same way now Bob you look <laughs> you have a smile on your face how has comedy helped you well I can relate to Mike because I've had a few surgeries and the medicine they always give you may always make me loofty doofty so they always make me say ridiculous things or just like when I was having my wisdom teeth done they gave me laughing gas Ooh, I just wanted a tank for it daily oh it was so good just to giggle Bobby's taking this very literally <laughs> laughter literally is the best medicine according to him well, on the literal level laughing attitude. gas is what he's talking about 
It's like, yeah, can we? Can they have a clinic when you just go to get a dosage of laughing gas for maybe like an hour or two and just giggle? Bobby, they call that illegal. That's illegal to do that. That's a legal oh, use. A legal use of substances. You can't do that. Don't Why suggest not? that to our listeners. Jesus. <laughs> oh God. Um, I I actually have a, a very important story, which most of you guys know. Now, most of you guys weren't confident enough to say that your own jokes have helped other people, but I this, just don't know what they had. This me. guy over here, I I uh, I had a friend of mine who was um, really close to me, the kind of person that was really uh, just the most amazing person. But as it is with most amazing people, um, just the worst things always keep happening to them, mm-hmm. no matter what. And she was going through so many different problems, whether it was in her life or a relationship. So it got to the point where I wanted to do something, but I didn't know exactly what to do. So one thing that I did know is that she used to log on to Facebook about the same time I did in the morning because she would post the status about the same time I was getting up in the morning. So I figured what I would do to set her day off on the right way is to start writing these little sort of one-liner jokes in my Facebook statuses. And uh, that is where the birth of all of the jokes that you see today <laughs> came from. I was just trying to make Very that nice. one person, uh, you know, feel a little bit better. And, and uh, do I think I succeeded in that? I, I don't necessarily know. But I know that, you know, I used to see her on like Tuesdays and Thursdays. And every day that I would see her, she'd always comment on how funny my statuses were. So it's like you've succeeded. If you can make somebody laugh, to me, that's the most fulfilling thing as a human yeah, being. Definitely. It's one of the most human things that you can happen to take somebody's negative emotion and suddenly turn it into something different. Um, so that's really what I strive to do anytime I tell a joke or post a status or anything like that. I mean, it, it came it came from that particular yeah. moment and other people started to sort of like them literally nice. and, and figuratively. And, you know, that's, that's where my uh, comedy comes from. So, yeah, I mean, I, I try to make laughter the best medicine as much as I can. Yeah. Um, All right. Upbeat I could, attitude. Yeah. I can tell you, I mean, I don't know that my comedy has affected somebody, but I can tell you somebody who has used comedy and who has made, who has inspired me in the way that they use it to get them through tough situations that other people would just think would tough. And this person is my brother. Um, wonderful great well my brother was uh, i don't know nobody knows this uh, you might know this but my uh, this summer my brother had brain surgery right. to remove a tumor in his brain that was causing seizures and um on the day of his surgery he went in to the surgery with a joke i i can't remember what it was it was uh it was uh it was a playoffs of the hockey and he made a joke right before, and I mean like a second before he was knocked out from the medicine. He made a joke about being up for the Red Sox game. He looked at me and said something <laughs> like, "He's something." I better like, be up for the Red Sox. Yeah, game. he was like, "You better make sure I'm up for the Red Sox game." Something like that. And then, and then when he woke up, his first words were something like, "Oh man, it feels like someone drilled drilled a hole in my head," <laughs> which literally they did. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it was in a comic way, and he was actually laughing. And it was just amazing to me to see someone who just had brain surgery both go into it and out of it with something comedy. Again, like, laughter is just, the best medicine. That's what really that's what I love really about is. comedy. It's a way of making other people feel better. It even is a way of making yourself feel better. A lot of comedians use. Uh, you know, telling jokes as a catharsis for them. 
to tell uh, painful stories. You one of your favorites, Bob. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias says the stories that I tell when I go up on stage are true. I, I come up here and I do this and, and it, you guys are like my psychologist because I, you know, you laugh at my jokes. That makes me feel good to have people that are, are happier because of the things that I've gone through. Well, another one I can think of who tells the stories about her own life is Carrie Fisher, if you've ever read her book, Wishful Drinking. It's, well, yeah, a lot of memoirs kind of do that. And it's funny, thing. but it's so true what the things she's been through, and she's got a wicked sense of humor because of it, not bitter. Some people don't come out, you know, with yeah, I mean, comedy. Some people come out bitter and, like, come out grumpy from it it's a matter of rising to the challenge can we agree on that it's a matter of taking yes. all that negative energy and bringing it to other people in a different way and, 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 and um i mean i definitely try to do that you do too bob i have no idea what it is your strategy behind comedy is but for some reason it works um so i, I i'm not even going to question it I just have a lot of siblings, a lot of siblings, a lot of cousins that just drive me insane. So no wonder why I'm cuckoo. We've gotten to that point of the show that everybody's waiting for. They want us to try our hand at telling jokes. So we've devised, me and Mike, uh, a lot of our jokes have come through Facebook statuses, so we have devised what we believe to be some of our greatest statuses in Facebook. Um, we chose 10. Mike, I'm going to be polite. Would you like to start us off? Sure. <laughs> uh, this is a good one. Um, I find it funny when people get offended by dumb things. Should I be offended when I roll by stairs? Oh, definitely good. Yeah, you shouldn't. I, so. I don't think so. That is no. good. You shouldn't be offended when you're about now. I mean, what 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 was it that spurred that joke? You know what? I don't know. It must have been somebody that I overheard being offended by something. Something that I somebody said was to you. Very yeah, very. Somebody dumb. maybe had said said certain words to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sure it was. You know, as as I always say, offense is uh you know taken, not given. So it's your choice. Yeah, yeah to, exactly. Uh, to be offended by things. And, you know, as right. long as the person that's directed at it isn't offended, you shouldn't be either. I hate it when people get offended for other people's things. It's not their, it's not their right to be mm -hmm. offended. So, yeah, I agree with that. Would you like to hear my first joke, sure. Michael? Sure. This one is timely. Uh, it was posted on January 22nd, 2012. I said, up until yesterday, I thought the Hunger Games was just some sort of African version of the Olympics. So, yeah, you can see how th that works out, yeah. the Hunger Games. I know, not to offend. Do not mean to offend. Offense is taken, not given. Uh. Uh, so you can see how that works out. Mike, your next one. Okay. Um, oh. I apologize for this word if everybody doesn't like this. I don't know. But, Offense uh, is taken, not given. Exactly. If I was, if I was super cripple, snow would definitely be my kryptonite. <laughs> that's it that's it it's Absolutely. my kryptonite i was gonna post uh put put one very similar on my list so it's amazing we were on the same wavelength i think yeah, yeah snow is definitely a problem Absolutely. for us bobby is it a problem for you with your hearing aids do they get affected by the snow <laughs> no not really that was a real question not a joke <laughs> no no i'm more like no, i don't no. like the water because if i get wet by the water i might just melt and start getting all staticky and electrocuted apparently it doesn't even take water he was doing it earlier so other electric currents apparently make them staticky too. <laughs> um, so anyway, my other my next joke is uh, posted from July 29th, 2011. 
Uh, I think it's safe to assume there are very few blind racists. There's just too much margin for error for that kind of situation. <laughs> I remember that one. That was funny. I, I, I mean, think about it. You can't see anybody. There's probably very few blind racists in the world. I, I noticed that a lot of my jokes do happen to be about blind people, but it's only yeah. because I have blind friends and they're cool with it. Yeah. You know, that's the kind of thing we end up. <laughs> Bobby, I feel like, can you tell us a joke, like anything you've heard? Anything I heard? Um, well... I did have to interview my grandmother this weekend. Oh, boy, here we go. my portfolio. Am I going to have to bring up the music again? And uh, she told me I, I had 20 minutes tops, and that was it. And um, <laughs> so I had to buckle down to it. And before I could even open up the material, she's already asking me what the questions were. And she's like, are you done yet? I have somewhere to be. Can I go? Can I go now? I said, it was yep. a- Bye, Grandma. <laughs> what a story. What a story. You could read that on so many different ways, and all of them are funny. Even if you go over and visit her, you're like, Hi, Grandma. What do you want? Just came to say hi. Are you going to let me in? Sure. <laughs> Good times, Bob. Good times. Uh, Mike, to you. Uh, yeah, this, is, this is one of my favorite, or well, one of my best liked statuses okay this is favorite. a fan favorite here um uh, i say that now i lost it um man, find it man america runs on duncans i roll beside them whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> i agree that is my favorite definitely of one of oh, do you want me to tell you what my right father there. does the duncan donut to mcdonald's you guys probably laugh sure, at funny at story it. go with it well my father don't like to go to Dunkin' Donuts because he finds it too expensive with the senior citizen. He's 65 years old, so he's he is a senior citizen. So what he does is he goes to McDonald's, gets his uh, coffee because it's 65 cents, no pun intended, um, and you get a free refill. So he stays because the- so he, he's 65. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So he saves he saves all his cups. So he goes up to a different McDonald's, pretends like he's drinking the coffee, and hands it to the girl so he can get it so he can get the coffee for free, even though he's never bought it bought it from there. Because he always saves his cups. It's just the funniest thing I've ever seen. That's good. That's a good story. That's a good story. I got a new joke. Or, well, actually, it's not new. It's actually an old one. But this was one of my most liked statuses on the day, May second, two thousand eleven. Now that Osama's finally dead, this country can start focusing on the real issues, like finding a cure for Bieber fever. <laughs> oh, I saw something about Bieber fever today on Yeah, Facebook. I did too. There was a couple Bieber fever statuses on my Facebook what, today. What happened? Do we know? Uh, I guess he's out with a new song and everybody's oh, going God. crazy about it. I saw a picture That's of it a, called, uh, one of the girls I work with had a heart and it said, the picture of Justin Bieber, it said, your boyfriend, and I was like, oh, great. I said, you have not been cured yeah. of Bieber fever yet. Yeah, I said, we're going to have fever. to put you in the ICU. She's like, yes, my case is incurable. <sighs> a lot of people, we got the Bieber fever. I hope days. you don't. I know Bobby's got a little touch of it. We're trying no, to shake it out nobody. of him. Bieber fever? Yeah, we're trying I may to... have a fever, but I don't know if it's a Bieber fever. What fever is it, Bob? Um, Homework fever. Good for you. Spring cleaning. Um... Bob, uh, Mike, good joke for you. A joke. Um, um, dude's at the mall trying to sell me sneaker cleaner. I don't walk. How dirty do you think they get? Yeah, true. <laughs> that's that's a, that is uh, pretty lame. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I'll, I'll tell you a story about buying shoes. My, I, I, everybody knows that I wear the Reeboks with the straps, 
Not only because I'm a Nelly fan, but because I can't tie my shoes. So my parents go out to the Reebok tent sale every so often. They stockpile the stuff. They stock any anytime that I can get shoes, they pick them up. So um, my parents have this you know cart full of just these Velcro shoes. And the person ringing up the shoes looks in and he goes, what's the problem? He can't tie his shoes? <laughs> now, if only he knew, he would have sounded like a total jerk. I have a joke, though, speaking of jerks. I got an email. This is absolutely true. December 7, 2011, I got an email. And it said, Amazon just emailed me uh, asking me to give one of the books I bought in August back to them. Sorry, Amazon. I wasn't aware that we were trading. I thought you were giving me my credit card. Meant that I implied a sort of a no givesies backsies <laughs> policy. It's a, that was one of my most liked statuses. But it's absolutely true. I got an email from Amazon asking them to give me a book back. I've never had a purchase. I've never purchased anything where we're like, yeah, we might want that back. Do they offer your money back? They 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 did. But I was like, you know what? Uh, it's in my house now. You if you're gonna yeah. you gotta have to send some on to get it. And I ain't doing that. I can, that was a real email. That was sent on December 7th. Pearl Harbor Day, 2011. That's crazy. Um, Bob, you have a story? Just Or just a say story. hello. Um, well, what, I did something over the weekend that was funny. Oh, my Obviously, God. I played with my mom's in recuperate, whatever. Recuperate, sure. So, um, so, obviously, I played Scrabble with her and my father. It was very funny because my mom always beats my father and my father gets all upset over it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What is, Bobby, what are you confessing to right now? My father gets upset when my oh, okay. beats her. Oh, okay. I was confused. When he, when Sorry. he beats him in Scrabble, it's <laughs> oh, very oh. funny. <laughs> all like, right, literally, all right. the tears are coming out of, coming out of his <laughs> eyeballs. Uh, but just to be clear, we're talking about Scrabble still. No, well, he takes it. He takes it seriously. He's like, "You gotta spot me." I mean, like this. You have to give me at least fifty points ahead of you, so I can at least have a chance to beat you. He gets all upset over it. It's funny. Sounds funny, Bob. Oh, he, he very serious too. family situation brought into humor. <laughs> My mic's gone. <laughs> I think. Either he's tired or he's laughing. I apologize. Um, now, this this one was a fan favorite. It's it's actually one of the first jokes I've ever written um, and kept, but it was posted as a status on October 13th, 2011. Um, I may have bad luck with women, but that doesn't mean I don't have standards. For example, I don't like girls with a lot of junk in the trunk, To be, if I'm being honest. After all, if we go out on a date, i got to fit my chair in. That was one of my favorite statuses of yours. Yes. It was hilarious. That was one of the first jokes I ever wrote, and you can see it takes a second to think about it, but you get it. Yeah. You and I got in, you. I mentioned that junk in the trunk, and I was like, I was talking about something else, and you were like, so was I. Remember oh yeah, it? yeah. Well, let's not even get into that. Um, new joke from you, Mike. Mike. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this was a funny That's one. Everybody loved said. this one. Um, gym till I can't walk. This should be easy. <laughs> well done. Well done. See, he's taking the disabled jokes a to a new like level. Yep. You got to be humorous you, you, about it. You got to be you humorous gotta. about it. I'm going to continue that Continue that with this right now. This was one of my favorite jokes I've written, actually, in my opinion. I, I really liked it. Um, I saw a girl wearing a shirt that said, there's no elevator to success. Climb the stairs. That can't be true. Uh, there has to be an elevator somewhere. I have a hard time believing that Franklin Delano Roosevelt or Stephen Hawking climbed the stairs <laughs> ever in their life. So yeah, there yeah, you see. I mean, funny. how different sayings can get. Kind of, I really did see a girl wearing that shirt, and I was not—I don't want to say offended, but caught off guard yeah, for sure. That's funny. Um, Bob, anything to add? 
Uh, not right now. Not right now. Mike, to you. Uh, here's another crippled joke. Um, sure. Driving while crippled and eating a bagel is really difficult. Just saying. Wow. Yeah, that is true. Have you ever I, tried? No, we never tried it. I, I've never I have, drived. I have, yeah, I know. Driving I, while while being crippled. I know. I, yes, it is. And it's also difficult when I have hand control, so that means one hand has to be on a lever at all times. And that means the other hand is is on the steering wheel at all times. Yeah. So both of my hands are pretty much have jobs. Completely locked up. Yeah, yeah. completely locked up. So trying to fit a, um, a bagel in there, not a good equation. Not no. a good one. Not a good equation at all. Not a good equation nope. at all. It's just a mess when you eat and drive because the food goes everywhere. Bobby, that's just you. <laughs> all right. Sorry. Have you tried driving and eating and handling Bobby, have I like tried driving? No, I haven't tried driving. Oh, I'm drifting over to the other one. Don't judge time. me, Bob. Don't judge me. Do not judge oh, me. Oh, don't judge you because you like you think you're like all that? I guess. <laughs> um, okay, so November 28, 2011. And this is a, a very appropriate joke because... It happened right here on campus. The BSU American Marketing Association is holding a fundraiser for McDon- at McDonald's today. Uh, in today's health-conscious world that seems so over-concerned with smoothies and yoga, it's about time somebody has taken the opportunity to promote American obesity and heart disease. <laughs> I remember that one. That was funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't understand why they were having a fundraiser. I saw some McDo- funniness about Burger King saying that, funniness. <laughs> saying that they were going to deliver Burger King to people that that. And that's not del- funny. That's fact. I'm like this. Well, you know what? That's fatness and cholesterol delivered to you on your couch. How much more pl- fat can you get? You could have said plump. Plump would have been fine. You were plump. heading for it. <laughs> uh, now, this one you'll... Do re- you have any more, Mike, over there? Uh, I got a couple more. Cool. Um, College would be better without the classes, tests, and homework. <laughs> people really liked that status. People like that a lot. People loved it. I was it. surprised at how much people liked yeah, that. Yeah, I one. mean, I, I I think it's overrated personally. I don't think it's that funny, but it's definitely yeah, true. Yeah, no, it's true. I it's mean, absolutely true. Funny but true. I'll take it. Yeah, I agree completely. Um, now, Bob, you're gonna really like this one. Okay. Because of the Stanley Cup, yeah, this is what delivery is. Because of the Stanley Cup Finals, the Glee live show that was supposed to be at the Garden has been rescheduled. I guess sports is really cooler than Glee after all. <laughs> As if there was any debate in that anyways. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Bob? Upset? Um, Mike, you're going to have to shut that phone up. I know. It's the first time. Are you co- are you it is not the first time. Is, I've heard it about five. It is. Listeners, I've, if you, I've, I've seen that thing pop up with a new message. Every three minutes. Um, I'll go. Do you have any more jokes? Are you done, Mike? You're What's bit- that? You busy? You have a joke? No, no, no. Um, uh, okay, this was on a, on a day that it was snowing, and I was just came in from playing out in the snow. It says, ah, I can't feel my feet. Oh, wait, that's normal. Hey! <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> that was a good one. I like your shirt. Uh, my feet hurt. That's a nice shirt. Yeah, that was funny. That's a good shirt. Here it is. Um, this was, um, and this is, I'm, I'm taking advantage of being past safe harbor hour here, I think, a little bit. But um, on J- July 7th uh, last year, there was this big sandstorm that was blowing through Arizona. They have a real funny name for it. Um, it's called a haboob is what the, the name for this dust storm was. So I said, uh, you could tell newscasters everywhere are having a blast reporting on the haboob in Arizona. <laughs> the woman in NBC News just said it's the biggest haboob she's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that is funny. 
it's true. There's um, do you have any more, Mike? Or is that it? Um, that might be it. I can um, just finish mine up if you oh, want. Oh no, I do have one more. Oh good. Um, books five hundred dollars. Nope, a notebook seven ninety nine. Pens one ninety nine. Having an empty wallet and a ton of reading to do, not exactly priceless. Woo! Spin Woo! on MasterCard. Gotta love it. Very I'm a fan. Nice. I'm a fan of that joke. Yeah, I was good. Fan of that joke. Um, now this one, uh, I have a couple more jokes left. I'm just going to go through all of them. Might as well. Uh, we talk about this all the time. Sometimes it's not what you say, but how you say it. Take, for example, remember your fly and... Remember your fly. <laughs> I Very loved that. That is so true. Very different things. Very different. Very different things. Um, this was just a general observation I had. Uh, the song Pumped Up Kicks is not about Reebok pumps like I'd previously assumed. Very different song. <laughs> it's about very different. Very yeah. different. Um, my last joke. Uh, today I... Oh, actually, this is a very special joke. This one holds a, a very dear place in my heart. Okay. Because it's the first uh, joke in the real run of jokes that I started since that whole thing. Um, and it's, it's a very timely joke because, um, you know, it's about people in this room. Um, today I told the girl she was a smart young lady and she responded by saying, haha, you too. At first <laughs> I was upset because I'd never been cited as a lady before, but then I thought I'll take anything, uh, I'll take anything over being called Mike. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Hi, Mike. There was a long stretch where me and you were confused. Yeah, no, a it's ha- it still happens, right. still happens today. today. Not as much, but still happens back in today. the day, it was an everyday basis. Yeah, it really was. And that was. was when we barely even knew each other. Yep, exactly. You know what was funny is I became uh, your friend on Facebook about a week after I posted that joke. Really? Wow, yeah. that's funny. Yeah, no, that was the... Um, now, I remember one time I was confused as you and I was at the... Uh, I was going through the RCC and some lady yelled, Hey, Mike! Mike! My, and at this point, I was just so I was I was so fed up that I just kept going. I just kept going. I didn't even turn around. I just kept going because I'm not Mike. I'm not going to turn around. For I wonder who that was. I, I literally, literally, I should have just turned around and given her the finger. That would have really <laughs> that would have really been bad the for RCC? you. That would have been funny. Mm, it was a cook in the RCC. Oh, okay. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about now? No, I mean there could be there's a couple of them. It could have been, but yeah, but uh, oh man, I was just Bobby. Can you just Fill us with one more word of wisdom for this joke. I actually have, I actually have one more. You do? Done. Please go. Yeah. No, go. This is actually someone said, this is a quote that someone said to me. Um, Life is like a wheelchair. When you get a flat tire, you got to keep pushing. Clearly said by someone not in a wheelchair. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> that that's is not easy, you, folks. You, no, it's not. not it's easy. not. It's not even easy to push when both of your tires are working. No, no. For exactly, crying out loud. Exactly. <laughs> get to that hill of... Near the uh, the library, you're done for. In sub-zero <coughs> temperatures, you're not going to yeah, make it. You're not yeah. going to make it. Everything Night like mm-hmm. tonight, absolutely not. Yeah, so, I mean, we're okay with it. We're, we're fine. You can, if you know us well, we're okay with making jokes. I'm not okay with people making jokes when I don't know them. Yeah, if you're if you know me well, you want to make a cripple joke, go ahead. I encourage you. But if you just yeah, met me, for the, if you met you, if I just met you for the first time, please don't do it. I hate people. It's just do awkward. It. It's I awkward hate people that do it. It's uh, awkward for me. Yeah, just, I I know one of those things: offense is taken or not given. But yeah, offense yeah. is taken for me in that. If I, I don't know if it's offense, it just it just creates an awkward situation. Cause yeah, because you don't know. I mean, you don't know anything about me. It's just I don't know. But if you, you're you don't know if, me. if I've known you for even a couple weeks, go ahead. Go ahead. All okay. right. 
So that leaves the door wide open. I can make all the jokes I want. Oh, jeez. Yeah, the only thing about jokes is you have to be smart enough to make them. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, are, you talking about, are you talking about your own IQ over there, Chris? Uh, I don't know my IQ. I just know my GPA. If we were talking about his IQ, his joke IQ, it would be like a thousand. So, is that good or bad? Actually, I don't know if that's good. That's not even good. Never mind. Negative a thousand. I don't the know. Top, I, I, I don't really know IQ. I, but. I, I'm a quick-minded human being, and I'm, I'm 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 falling in my chair, but it's I'm I'm alive still. It's, it's good. There have been a lot of handicap issues yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Um, so we've reached that point of the show where we. Uh, should do shout outs to important people yep. um bobby um there's somebody who listens to our show habitually every week during her work day she says that uh you're she's your biggest fan and i i know i've been giving shout outs to lola von kirby yeah, for the past couple of weeks week too but but i mean i think we should give the v- listeners what they want so please just say a nice little joke or a shout out Something nice for your, for your biggest fan. Who is the biggest fan? You have to remind me. Bobby, I just said it. I will say it again. Lola Von Kirby right, is her Facebook name. So right please, there. Bobby, just say something a little more creative, please. All she's right. your biggest Hello, fan. Hello, Lola, Lola, whatever her name is. Bobby, that's not good at all. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are sorry, we're, we're really sorry about Bob's misbehavior. This is why I questioned even having him on the show when we started it. <laughs> oh, come on. You bring me in the show because I bring funness. You bring funness, but you're also bringing a lot of rude behavior, and I don't like it. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a smack nasty down boy. in here. I'm just a bad boy. So listen, let's try this again. <laughs> We What's your name again? <laughs> Lolo Von Kirby. Please just. Lolo what? Von Kirby. Von Kirby. Stay, think of the nicest. To give her a word of wisdom, what advice would you give her right now? Continue to listen to the show and you are awesome. Okay. There I we like, go. I, like <laughs> I liked it. I like there it. All right. Good. <laughs> Mikey, you feeling shout outs today? Yeah, you know, I got my usual ones. Uh, all my friends listening. Caitlin and my parents, or I don't know if they're still listening, but they're always listening every week, at least at some point, so I've got to give them respect. Give them respect. Give them the rep yep. they deserve. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful people. Without that, without them, you would not exist. Yeah, they're my grandmother, too. I forgot to mention her. It was she her birthday watching. yesterday. Yes, it was. So happy, happy birthday, birthday to her. Grandma. Happy birthday, Grandma. A lot of important things that, happened I'm with sure. gr- Grandmas over the week. Bobby had his story, and you got yours. Uh, yep, yep, yep. My Grandma. I saw my Grandma this weekend, too, so shout out to my Grandma. Very nice. They listen to the show. My grandparents, too. Oh, awesome. Um, my mom listens to the show whenever she feels like it. <laughs> um... <laughs> You know, I have to give her treats or dollar bills to listen to. I really give a shout. I got to give a shout out to O'Neill and Casey and Katrina. Who yeah, definitely. Also definitely. Don't forget Shelly. She's right gonna be now. upset. Shelly too. Everybody who's really kind of made my dream a reality mm. of putting this show together and making sure that everything uh, works out as wonderful as it does. I, I, what do you think? Uh, we do this kind of at the end of every show. What do you, What did you learn about comedy? Anything? Um, Anything new? Well, I mean, just by your little clips there, I learned there's many different types and approaches to comedy, and each one has their own benefits in making people laugh and feel good, you know? Yeah, I definitely... One of the things that was really brought home for me, I think, over the course of this show was that laughter has the ability to help people, you know? And that's a real important thing, I think, is that laughter has the ability to really be a healing device. And I, I hope that we made a lot of... Uh, maybe people are today who are having not the the best day in the world uh, laugh a couple times, and you know that's what we're here to do. That's really at the end of the day, 
through this whole show, what we're here to do is, you know, bring people joy and make people happier through humor. Ha, 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 ha. Absolutely. Um, Bob, what do you got to say about comedy? What do you What do you like? What do you hate? What do you learn? Mm. This is one of the easiest well, What I like about the comedy and when it makes it... When it's exaggerated and it's goofy and it makes you laugh. So you like exaggerate. You like complete lie. Lie to your face. Well, I I mean, I also like the performance behind it, too, because there's performance. You can't help but giggle at it. Do you think you have a better appreciation for that delivery style after seeing the different types of jokes that we talked about? Was there any clip in particular today that each of you liked? That maybe you weren't expecting. Oh, God, it's not great when we have unanimity. Oh, how about the the preview one was funny. I don't know what it is. What? The preview one was funny. Pablo Francisco, are you ready? I really liked them all. Yeah, Dan, I got to give a shout out to Dan Cummins again. Uh, I I mean, he's getting a little bit bigger and all the best for him, but he's an amazing comedian. Um, Mike Birbiglia, definitely worth a shout out. Ricky Gervais. Uh, Jim Gaffigan, um, God, Kevin James, so many people that have, have made, what? I liked how you faded out and you were getting Ricky DeVay's, like you knew I was going to yell at you. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's true. I was, I, was, I was dodging Mike's yeah. punch in advance. I really think that's what it was, too. I loved it, I loved it. Um, yeah, Ricky DeVay's, uh, Kevin James, oh God, there are just so many people that I'm, I'm, I'm influenced by and make me feel so much better about my life and... 91.5 WBIM. Thanks for joining us. We hope you laughed. Hope you feel better. Hope we made you smile. We'll miss you till next week. Ha 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 ha. <laughs>